0: Thanks for listening to The Last Day's Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Day's Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Last Day's Podcast, my beautiful wife, Katie, and myself. My Thanks name's so Todd. Much. We are here <laughs> and uh we're you
0: glad know, you're here
1: <laughs> we're bringing you some information here on this podcast, and letting you know that this could be the last day, but may not be <laughs>
0: Oh wow, but
1: you better be wow. prepared. you never know
0: <laughs> live ready
1: that's right, you got to live ready with uh today's day and age. You never know when you know somebody might just decide to drop a nuclear bomb on your head, so Anyway, it's good to, it's good to, yeah, it is, but (laughs) praise the Lord. Anyway, but we're not focusing on that, actually, we're focusing on goodness and blessing and everything like that.
0: Yeah, an increase,
1: it's a great
0: day of breakthrough, and increase.
1: Yeah, so people have already turned us off, they're like, oh, okay, gosh, but we're going to, despite that, we're going to go ahead and go on, so hope everybody's doing well, and uh, we're super glad that you have allowed us to be able to speak into your lives today, Whether you are listening as you're out for a jog or working in your garden, which that would, I don't know, most gardens are dead right now. But um, maybe you're driving in your car or you've got some housework going on and you've got your earphones on and who knows what you're doing. But anyway, we pray that this is a blessing to you. We've been talking about principles of increase over the last I don't know, several podcasts, strategies, Strategies, yes, of increase. And um, so I think we're just going to continue on along those lines uh, today in this podcast. And um, God, that's that as you look through the word of God, that is really um, what he's all about. He's a God of the increase. Absolutely. He's the God of more than enough. He's El Shaddai. Um I remember uh, years ago when I was in um Bible college. Wow, it's a long time ago. At least 3 or 4 years ago. And um I remember David Ingalls talking about he's not um El Chipo. <laughs> ah. And so uh with one of his songs, but he is El Shaddai. And I am so thankful that he brings increase, the God of more than enough. And if we'll apply the principles of the word of God, the Holy Ghost will give us strategies to increase. And um, so we pray that what you've been listening to in the previous broadcasts, podcasts, not broadcasts, maybe they have prodded you a little bit, but that that has helped you, that's uh, caused you to maybe rethink some things and uh, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and say, hey, Make some adjustments here, so there can be a great increase in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and definitely want to talk today also about just the biblical precedent, really, for increase. Because as you said, um, nothing, nothing with God decreases; it doesn't go backwards. That's absolutely, absolutely not even found in Him. Not even, mm-hmm. not even a godly way. And so everything that the Lord does doesn't even just add or slowly grow, it, it just, it multiplies. That's his way is, is multiplication. Totally so. And so the way that he set everything up is actually for there to be a never-ending supply, never-ending multiplication, and everything to be done, excuse me, in a very, very huge huge way that goes beyond even actually what could be could be measured i mean even you know the covenant that we are a part of as tithers is that he opens the windows of heaven heaven for us and excuse me, pours out a blessing that cannot be contained. So just just from the fact that as you enter into covenant in that way with him and what is made available to us, literally there's no cap on the increase. There's no end to it. Um, thank God we have the word of God that gives us the structure, the boundaries that says that this is what you need to do. You can't go off the rails and do your own thing and have your own lifestyle and believe whatever you want to believe. No, everything has to be found within the word of God, right? And us honoring him. And of course, the more surrendered that we are, the more that we are biblically based, our lifestyles and everything from the way we think to the way we talk, our actions, our lifestyle, everything about us, needs to be surrendered to him. And it needs to be a demonstration, an example of his plan and his purpose for our life. Because in him, we live, we move and we have our being that that encompasses everything regarding our life. And so when we when we are found truly found in him, every part of us, that's that's our safety, that's our security, that's Actually, our freedom and everything flows out of that, and there really is no limits at all for you. So it all starts, of course, with, with each person themselves, that you, you have to have a revelation that God's plan for you is increase. It's not anything Amen. else. It's never decrease. It's never staying the same. It's never just, okay, well, I reached a certain point, and then then I'm good. You know, that actually is not a correct representation of the kingdom not of a Christian all. or anything. And so you have to make a decision. I will line up with the word of God. I will embrace increase. I will demonstrate increase. And therefore, I'm able to bring increase to everybody else that I'm around, and, you know, some people, they think that's fine if you're just talking about spiritual things. Increase in the spiritual gifts, increase in my love walk, increase in my knowledge of the word of God, increase in my preaching ability and my soul winning ability or whatever. And and are those monumentally those are important? Yeah, very. Absolutely. Spiritual things are the most important. So yes, absolutely. But your every area of your life, from the natural things, you you need to see increase, the fruit of increase throughout your entire life. We should be demonstrating God's power in a greater way, what we're able to sow in financial ways, what the love of God we're able to give away. Everything should be increasing all the time, substantially. But if you don't have a revelation that that's what God has made available for you, and honestly, that's what you're called to and you're supposed to do, there's no way that you can walk in it. And so, of course, we give the examples, give what the Bible has to say, because that's where our faith grows. Of course, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so you've got to have a revelation for yourself that God's perfect plan is for you to increase All the time and have an understanding at the same time that, of course, you know, people that are religious, people that are limited in their thinking, people um, of the world and things like that, they're going to have a problem at some point with you increasing. Most of the time, people are okay with you increasing as long as you don't increase more than them.
1: Uh Then it becomes
0: a problem, right? Because you actually, what you have, what you demonstrate, what you give challenges them and can be convicting. Let's let's be honest about that. That's not a reason to back off. There you go. We have to embrace Amen. God's will and God's plan and go for it with everything within us because otherwise we're limited, at actually, in what God's called us to do, and we're limited in reaching the lost, we're limited in making an impact, we're limited in, in changing culture, all of those things we are called to do. Each person has a realm of influence, and you need to see that realm of influence increasing. It doesn't increase when you back off of the Word of God. It doesn't increase when you're less bold. It doesn't increase when you, when you settle for less than God's best that has to be burned out of you. And the way it gets burned out of you is actually you embracing the word of God and the will of God that that he intends for me to increase without any, any limits.
1: Amen. Amen, absolutely. And no matter, God wants you to increase no matter what the situation is around you. Right. God's plan is always going to be for increase. You may say, well, this is a time where, you know, God's will for me is to, is to go through, you know, some very difficult times and, and, and um, you know, he's, God's teaching me a lesson through, you know, humbling me in, in these ways and everything like that. Well, you know what? If you'll find yourself obedient to the word of God <clears throat> constantly, you'll find that even though around you there may be scarcity, there may be lack, you can still abound because God's word applied to any situation brings the miracle results. And if you will obey, you'll see increase. If you will That's obey, right. you will see increase. If you if you just acknowledge that yes, I know that is the way, but things are difficult and I can't do that right now, then you're going to go through a difficult time. And you do need to be humbled then because because you're thinking that I don't need to apply the Word of God, or the Word of God doesn't work for me right now, or it's not convenient to, to obey the Word of God. God understands, you know, I'm going through a tough time right now. No, 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 God knows His Word, and His Word is true no matter what. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will never pass away. In other words, it always is going to be there. It's always going to work. It's eternal. It's eternal. And if you'll apply the principles of the word, you'll always see success. You'll always see the blessing of the Lord. You'll always be able to tap into it. I'm not saying everything around you is always going to be wonderful, always going to be perfect. There can be be incredible devastation, incredible famine, incredible drought, incredible lack all around you, but God will bless you because you honor him and his covenant is with you. You realize that Way back in Genesis chapter 26, Isaac was in a place where there was great lack. In fact, it says there that in in verse 1, and I'll I'll read these verses uh, 1 through 6 in uh, the Amplified translation, it says, there was great famine, excuse me, there was famine in the land other than the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. So there had been one when his father was around also. Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm pretty sure Abraham survived that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And so, anyway, and Isaac True. went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, and the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I will tell you. Dwell temporarily in this land, and I will be with you and will favor you with blessings. For to you and to your descendants, I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath, which I swore to Abraham, your father, and I will make your descendants to multiply as the stars of the heavens and will give you give to your posterity all of these lands or these kingdoms. And by your offspring, shall all of the nations of the earth be blessed or by him bless themselves. Understand that he wasn't going to die. There was going to be blessing coming forth from him. His descendants were not going to die. There was a great famine going on, but he was going to come through this. Uh, Verse five, for Abraham listened to and obeyed my voice. This is the key here. Abraham, your father, listened to and obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commands, my statutes, and my laws. And so Isaac stayed in Gerar where there was famine. Mm -hmm. So he, he could have moved out of there. He had the ability. I'm just going to leave this place because it's, it's desolate. There's there's famine going on. This is not, but God says, Impossible listen, situation. stick around. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And it said in verse 12 then, going on down a few more verses to verse 12, and then Isaac sowed seed in that land. And received in the same year a hundred times as much as he had planted, and the Lord favored him with blessings. And the man became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. He owned flocks, herds, and a great supply of servants, and the Philistines envied him. Wow. Wow. Talk mm-hmm. about increase. That is absolutely amazing how how he was in <clears throat> a place surrounded by his enemies, actually, who people who, you know, they weren't his buddies, okay? He had made a deal with them. You know, hey, I'll live peaceably among you because when, when God's with you, the word of God says he'll make even your enemies to be at peace with you. When a man's ways please the Lord, the word says, okay, mm-hmm. he'll make his enemies your enemies be at peace with you and that's what Isaac was experiencing there and so he was he was at peace and allowed to live there Abimelech was letting him live there but there it was a terrible situation it was not favorable it wasn't lush it wasn't green it wasn't prospering it wasn't there, there was everything was wrong but God said if you will stick and be where I tell you to be, even though everything looks terrible, I'll bless you in that place. It mm-hmm. wasn't where Isaac wanted to be. right? And a lot of times people think, well, you know what, I just want to be where I want to be. And, um, and, and so therefore, I don't think I'm prospering or increasing if, if it's not all about me. Actually, your life isn't about you. Your life is about, about serving God and the plans and the purposes of God. And so God had a plan for Isaac to carry on the blessing of Abraham, his father, but he had to be doing the right thing. And that's why he told him there, uh, I think it was in verse 6, verse 5 there, um, your your father, Abraham, listened to and obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commands, my statutes, and my laws, reminding him that, you know what, your father came through a famine also, and you're going to come through this one, but you're going to have to do what your daddy did you're going to have to obey. And if I say stay put, then you got to stay put. And you got to obey me. You have to do what I've called you to do. Don't get on, don't get off doing your own thing, but listen to what I'm telling you to do. Honor me and I'll bless you. And sure enough, as he honored God and God told him to sow in the time of famine. Well, that doesn't seem like a like a principle for increase right there. You think, "Oh, you're just throwing away your seed." But Isaac was being obedient to what the Lord had put in his heart. And everything, because he was obedient, everything he put his hands to prospered. He was blessed in all of his doings because he was obedient to be where God told him to be. And so if you're where God told you to be, you're doing what God's told you to do, what you're going to see is increase. That is a principle of increase.
0: Right, really you have the to have strategy. a yes, you have to have a mindset of increase and oh, yeah, understand that the natural situations they change. The natural even facts and everything they change when you insert truth into them and you walk in truth everything changes because the word of god will not be trumped or superseded by anything else at all understand that the foundation of everything that we see here on earth that we experience we walk in we you know we we contact with our senses and everything that could all be destroyed and at one point will be the word of god never so you understand that literally there is nothing in this natural realm that is impossible to you because you have the God of the impossible on the inside of you. If you walk in his ways, if you, uh, if you understand and implement these principles, there literally is nothing at all impossible to you. And so it doesn't matter if, you know, the, the key is just as Isaac had to make that choice and, and obey the word of the Lord, See, some people, they won't obey because all they do is they view things through the natural. They're like, this is not a good time for me. I don't have the money. I don't know anybody in that place. I don't have a job there. I don't want to move there. I can't go to Bible school right now because of my wife, my kids, my job my financial requirements or whatever they're literally they they take themselves out of any possible increase because they view everything from the natural perspective and they think that that determines it listen you've again have got to have a revelation of how god works and let that become your reality not natural things not limited you're always going to have limitations in the natural and if you didn't, and it was everything in the natural lines up with God's plan, then you, you would pretty much know that, okay, because God gives you an impossible plan, not a possible plan. Mm-hmm. He gives That's you an right. impossible one. The call of God, the plan of God for your life is impossible in the natural to fulfill. If it isn't, yeah. then you're not actually, you have, no, you have no use of your faith, implementing your faith, no use to believe the word of God, declare the word of God or anything else like that. So if you think that you're only going to increase based on natural things, then, then, really that you're not any different than how the heathen operate. And we are called a peculiar people. We're called to be totally different. You're here to represent the kingdom of God. You're here to operate, and I'm here to operate as the kingdom of God, as an ambassador of the kingdom of God. It's totally different than the way that the world or a secular mindset, or certainly, obviously, one influenced by the devil. It's very, very different than that. And so you have to understand that the ways of increase are different than the world. They're going to be—and I'm not saying you don't use natural wisdom. That's fine if you don't have the leading of the Holy Ghost. You don't have a word from God in a situation. Do the best you can with what you've got. But you follow the Holy Ghost at the same time. It's like when we're making decisions— And we're praying, asking the Lord for wisdom. We're not waiting for some great revelation to drop out of the sky before we do anything. No, we're stewards and we understand we're gonna keep going forward. So, Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom. I thank you, Father. You promised in your word the footsteps of the righteous are ordered or directed by you. So therefore I know I take by faith. As I'm going, you're directing me. Whether I have some great revelation or I even have some something that tells me some sign or whatever that I'm doing what God has called me to do. No, Lord, I thank you that you're with me. You're with me. Me actually in a strong and a mighty way. I thank you that you bless what I put my hand to. You increase it. You prosper it. Amen. And so as I go forward, you're direct to me. Father, I'm using what you have taught me, what you've showed me, what your word says, what experience tells me. But Lord, if there's something different that you want me to do, I'm all, I'm ready. I'm ready. But you have a responsibility as a steward to use what you've got, but you have an understanding that God, because you're with me, everything is, is increasing, and if I need to make an adjustment, you're going to make that clear to me, because you love me, and you're my heavenly father, so I can't use anything in the natural as an excuse to not have moved forward, I can't use anything as is like, well, gosh, this area, I mean, when we moved here to plant this church here in Johnson City, first of all, this is, this has the evidence even still of a very religious area, now, I know in the spirit, things have been taken care of, we are we, are causing them to manifest in the natural. And there are already indicators of that. Nothing like what it will be. That doesn't discourage us. We don't put our trust in that. We just, Father, I thank you. Everything is open to us. I thank you, Father, that this place is filled because you said you'd build your church and the gates of hell would not prevail against us. If the gates of hell can't prevail against us, certainly some stupid religious mindset definitely isn't. And I'm not going to sit there and back down because people don't like what we do or anything. If the Lord speaks to me and adjust make an adjustment or those I'm accountable to that's a different story but what I'm talking about is if you're going to be con- content or back off because of what other people think people you know that, that they're not even called to do what you do they're not experienced in that or whatever, and they're going to try to insert their foolish you know guidance or opinion or whatever you have to you have to realize that if I am going to be deterred by those things. I'm actually not even the worthy steward of increase. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have an understanding of, you know, how how things operate. But it's just like Isaac had to make those choices and he had to keep going, even when the Philistines came against him. And even, you know, he's just like, no, because he had an understanding that he serves the God of supernatural increase, that it doesn't matter what it looks like or who tries to stop me or whatever circumstance rises up or you know some situation I found myself in that I didn't know I was going to. God knew all along, and He already provided the way out for you.
1: Totally, before so. you
0: were even born, He already provided the entire path of victory for you has already been laid out. Mm-hmm. So don't let something like in your mind cause it to be some big mountain before you. If if you if you have a mountain in your life, you speak to it right. According to Mark eleven twenty three, you say to it, you under have an understanding of God's will, and you say and you declare, this mountain, I'm taking it out. It's not taking me out. Amen. Why? Because increase is my portion. And so you have to grab hold of that as like a a vital truth in your life. There's no way you're going to see increase if you don't.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right.
0: The path has been made forward, but we have the mindset of increase and we have the lifestyle of increase as well.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, is that even with this story that, you know, we're reading here in the book of Genesis about Isaac, you you understand that God blessed him. And and a lot of times people think, okay, well, if, if I have the blessing of the Lord, then everything's going to be easy. no. That, that that doesn't mean that everything's going to be easy. It means that the blessing of the Lord is on you. Okay? And you have to continue to obey God. And a lot of times people are just looking to obey to be able to get an easy pass. And then everything everything will just fall in place. If I'll obey this once, then then look okay, like Isaac thought, okay, so if I stay, um, then that's all I have to do. No, you have to continue to take ground and you have to continue to do what's right and you have to continue to stand for what God's word is and you have to continue to stand against the plan of the enemy. Um, Isaac, even though it's said there that in verse 14 of Genesis 26 that he owned flocks, herds, and a great supply of servants and the Philistines envied him, that that doesn't mean that you know. So everything was everything was just fine then, because it said in verse uh, verse fifteen the next one. Now all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had closed and filled with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, "Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we are." And so Isaac, you know, you know, he is where he's supposed to be, but all of a sudden he's being told, "You have to get out of here. You have to leave." But he was, in the, he was in the area that God had right. told him, you know, right. you stay there in Gerar. Yeah. And so Isaac went away from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. Mm-hmm. And so, in, you know, in he, so he's in this area here. And Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names by which his father had called them. And now Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of living water, of spring water. And the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, that water is ours. And he named the well Esek, which means contention, because they quarreled with him. And then his servants dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he named that one Sitna, which means enmity. So you see, he's, he's trying to just, Lord, I have to have a way to stay here. I have to have water. Mm -hmm. And so I keep doing the right thing, but I come against resistance. So people think just because I obey, there's not going to be any resistance. I want to tell you, the enemy does not want to see you increase. He does not want to see you prosper when the blessing of the Lord is upon you. I want to tell you this, and I hate to tell you this, but it's true that the enemy, he doesn't stop coming against you. In fact, he may get really upset that you're blessed. Mm-hmm. And so you may have to deal with some things that you didn't have to deal with when you were in poverty. So true. You didn't have to deal to with level, when it was right? rough for you right? because you were the you were the servant. Yes. And now you're the head. And right? so now people want to take what is yours, what you've worked for. Mm-hmm. They want to come and they they just want to, you know, hey, I want to, you know, be blessed because you're blessed. I want to sit around and do nothing. You know, you have, a, you, you have a, a business that's prospering and everything, and you're going to find sometimes you have some people who aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Why? Because, well, it looks like I don't have to really work that hard, um, because everything's going to be fine and they're, they're still going to pay me. No, no, no. Make sure that those that are working with you, that they have the same mindset of increase that you do. Right. And it takes, it takes a mindset of, you know what? We're going forward. We're taking ground and it takes hard work. Yes. Yes. The blessing yes. of the Lord is on it, but he blesses the work of our hands. And so if you have people that are slowing you down or that are just you know, freeloaders, cut them loose. Right. Cut them loose. That's not the blessing of the Lord. And so and they may get upset At you say, hey, you know, you know, we, we shouldn't you know, we shouldn't have to do all of this. You know, you, you've already paved the way and everything should be fine. No, it's not that way. We're continuing to take ground. And so you see here, Isaac continued. He dug a well, and people didn't like that. Dug another well, people didn't like that. Verse 22, he moved away from there. He dug another well, and for that one, they did not quarrel. He named that one Rehoboth, which means uh, increase or room, saying, for now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And so he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, "I I am God. Of a, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Fear not, for I'm with you. I will favor you with blessing and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Wow, he's still doing it because of his dad, not mm-hmm. necessarily just because of Isaac. Right. Understand the that blessing. the blessing of the Lord is upon you because of Abraham still.
0: Yes, thank you, Jesus.
1: Praise God for Abraham. Yes. And that we, because of covenant, God will not forsake us if we'll obey right and Isaac built an altar there it says in verse 25 and he called on the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there and there Isaac's servants were digging a well and Abimelech went out to him from Gerar with Ahuza one of his friends and Phicol his army's commander and Isaac said to them why have you come to me seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you. And they said, we saw that the Lord was certainly with you. So we said, let there be now an oath between us, carrying a curse with it to befall the one who breaks it, even between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you that you will do us no harm inasmuch as we have not touched you and have done nothing to you but good and have sent you away in peace. For you now are the blessed or favored of the Lord." And he made them a formal dinner and they ate and drank and they rose up early in the morning and took oaths with a curse, you know, if somebody breaks it, with one another. And Isaac sent them on their way and they departed from him in peace. And that same day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug, saying, we have found water. And he (laughs) named the well Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba, well of the oath to this day. I want to tell you, it's impressive. (laughs) It is how how God works all things together for your good when you love him and you are the called according to his purpose. Isaac was doing the plan, the will, the purpose of heaven, and God was with him in everything he made his enemies to be at peace with him. He made his enemies to grovel at his feet. Please make a covenant with us that you're not going to hurt us, that you're not going to wipe us out because right. he could have. Yeah. He was great just like Abraham was great right? because he did the same things and he honored God. And so, therefore, the Philistines were very afraid of him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they were like, you know, please make a deal with us. You're increasing and increasing and increasing. Because God was with him, and they recognized the blessing of the Lord upon. Isaac's life
0: right I think it's just amazing because a lot of people I know this they don't see increase in their life because they don't press through their really cruddy crappy times Mm -hmm. because there's going to be things you know the the devil's going to use whatever he can to shut you down and for most people all it takes is you know using someone that is super ignorant that just comes and spouts off you know some discouraging things or whatever and they're just like oh I just can't move forward anymore you know um, it's just like you know and if we went by with what we do if we went by people, what they think and their criticism from the very beginning, people saying, well, we don't, why would you come here and start a church? We don't need another church. If we would have went, oh, gosh, that's probably true. There is so many churches. So let's just go back home and pick another area. We, you know what I'm saying? It, like, like, what are you going to do? Like, w- what? when in life are some people just going to just, you know, put on, put on your, you know, your big girl panties if you're a lady, only if you're a lady, Amen. or, you know, you're, your boxers or manly, you know, underpants if you're a guy, manly you know, and just underpants. be like, like seriously, like actually, sometimes. Let me just say this: sometimes opposition is actually the best indicator that you're actually moving forward in the white in the right direction. And so it's it's interesting because for Isaac, he had to bust through uh, circumstances. The you know the Philistine army, everything you know. Basically, they're trying to open wells, and then they're getting they're just getting like you know trampled on they're getting they're filling the wells like with what you know here we're just trying to like provide we're just trying to do the basic things and we're totally being shut down and Mm. and stopped or whatever and you're you're dealing with strife and and contention and everything coming against you you know and everything but you notice like they persevere through those things the enemy was using to shut them down which were legitimate reasons to like pack up and go to a different area really but notice that then, because they press through those times, then they're brought to the Rehoboam, the wide open space where, where there's no. Yeah. Sorry, was that right? Rehobooth. Yeah, sorry. To the wide open space where there's no limits. And then taken into further blessing of where the wells still exist today. So it brought forth life, not just for them and for the area, but it's continued. And God will use you to do that, to bust open increase, not just for your own life, but for other people as well. And that's really for each one of us, the greatest joy that we can have, to be a blessing, to be able, because the Bible says even, and, and if you're a giver, you recognize this. You live out the truth of the word that it's more of a blessing to be able to give than it is even to receive. Now, you gotta be able to do both. They both take great humility. You got it because everything works like it. If you can't receive, what do you have to give away? People try to be like, you know, all like false humility, which is pride or whatever. But here's the bottom line. And really, unless, until you can learn how to receive from God, you have nothing to give away. Amen. So you've gotta be able to, to do that. But we see here how... That Isaac understood how increase would happen. And if we can't learn, the, the Old Testament, we don't live under the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, we live on a better one. But it's given, the word says, for our example to learn from it. Some people, it's like they're, they're, they're born again, they're under a new covenant, they don't even understand how the old works, let alone the 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 new, which is even, of course, better and everything. But you understand that, If you're going to be concerned about what other people say, what they think, what they think you should do, what your place is, or I don't want to offend anybody, I don't want to cause a riff, I don't want to, you know, I just want to like, you know, I don't want anybody to criticize me or whatever, understand you got to be able to lay all of those things aside if you're going to be able to increase and be used by God. And, of course, we're not, like, intentionally trying to offend people. We, I, I mean, our flesh is just like everybody else's. We like to be liked. We like to be affirmed. We, you know, we, we love to, you know, we love encouragement. We love to be in encouragement. We love to re- receive encouragement. But the bottom line is, is i got to do what God has called me to do. i got to live the way he's told me to live. And if that offends other people, um, you know, in some ways I'm sorry, and that's a bummer, but I'm not changing because this is the way that we all increase.
1: Absolutely. And a strategy of increase is to seek God's face. Oh, yes. You don't have to ask God if it's His will for you to tithe. It's in His Word. It's written, okay? And, and it's that, that's part of, of rooting out selfishness out of your life. Right. Well, I want to tell you, I, honestly... Uh, the the people who argue against the tithe. It's a it's a cheapo mentality, stingy. That's stingy, thinking. mingy. I, I don't even understand it because because I don't see these people walking in blessing, right? I don't see that, and uh, they've got issues with the word of God, and they have they have fundamental increased problems.
0: And there's no there's no proof actually, if you don't tithe, there's no proof that you actually trust God and that you honor Him mm-hmm. as your Lord and Savior. Right. There's no proof whatsoever.
1: Yeah. But as I started to say, if you'll seek the face of God and you will ask him, Lord, what do I need to do? Show me what you would have for me to do that can bring increase to your kingdom. And then, of course, if there's increase being brought into his kingdom, then it's going to come into your life also. Right. In the book of Job, it says in verse 8, If you will seek God diligently and make your supplication to the Almighty, then if you're pure and upright, surely he will bestir himself for you and make your righteous dwelling prosperous again. And though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would greatly increase. And so you may be in a place right now where you're like, you know, I don't have a lot. But if you will, out of a pure heart, seek the face of God, and you'll say, Lord, show me, I have an upright heart before you. Show me what I need to do to obey you and to increase. It says he will make your righteous dwelling prosperous. Hallelujah. And even though your beginning was small, your latter end would greatly increase. I know that God is not a respecter of persons. Amen. And so if he would do that for anyone, he would do it for you because you're seeking his face with a pure heart. That, that part does say with a pure and up, uh, upright heart. And so can't be done out of selfish motives. All right, I'm just asking God this so I can get rich quick and then do my own thing. No, you've got to, you have to keep a pure heart in all of this and, and understand your desire to increase should be because it's benefiting the kingdom of God above everything else, not because it's just about me increasing. Right. God has no problem with increasing you, blessing you so that you can be a blessing. Will you actually allow what God does for you to flow through you in a supernatural way? Not just in an easy way. Because a lot of people will like, okay, well, all right, I'll give God 10% then. Well, you know, there have been great people on this earth who have honored god R.G. laterno who was the inventor of uh, the caterpillar the earth great earth moving equipment he lived off 90, he lived off 10% and gave 90% of everything that he he made in in his in his company gave 90% lived off 10% I want to tell you, you know, R.G. Letourneau, he's not on the earth anymore, but his name and his company and the things that he's done has just increased and increased and increased. What an incredible blessing of the Lord. Mm-hmm. J.C. Penny, James Cash Penny, he was another one who did similar to that. He was a believer and he believed in strategies of increase and principles from the word of God and giving God the majority of everything. And so J.C. Penny Company, even though, you know, after long after he's gone and long after his kids are gone now, it's still a, you know, a store that is around. And but it started and was a major major player in the retail market for many decades because the man honored God. Mm-hmm. He increased. And
0: when, you saw the decrease starting with them when they went woke and not honoring God. Yeah. So it's it's very very evident when you look at companies like that. You mentioned you said Job verse 8. What what where were you reading from there what Job, chapter?
1: Job chapter 8. Chapter 8, okay. Verses 5 through 7.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: If you will seek God diligently and make your supplication to the Almighty, then if you are pure and upright, surely He will bestir Himself for you and make your righteous dwelling prosperous again. And though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would greatly increase.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which again shows from the Old Covenant, from the very beginning of time.
1: Job's the, the oldest book in the Bible.
0: Yeah that we everything that that we see in the word of god and we know from the very beginning from the garden i mean all the way everything through all the way through up until revelation yeah you see how god's way is always increase there's literally nothing that you could point to that would even say otherwise
1: nothing at all
0: i mean we yeah we see how through sin through foolishness Um, You know everything like you know evil wicked ways that that brings decrease but there is never anything that indicates God his character godliness uh, following his word all of that always points not even just to like just getting by or having enough. But excessive increase
1: exactly excessive increase not just not just right. a little bit excessive and some people Crazy. Some people expect okay, well you know what maybe i'll maybe i'll maybe I'll, I'll get blessed and um, on this time of sowing, i will I will see a a, a thirty 60. Most people can't even believe for a 100-fold increase. But maybe I'll I'll see a little bit of increase. And so they think sometimes even, okay, I I sowed 20 bucks, and uh, so somebody blessed me with 50. Wow. Okay, that's incredible. I'm talking about living a life of increase so that everything you do increases. Right. Everything you do increases. You know, um, it's kind of a funny funny word for us, Fibonacci. Um, (laughs) It's a... Fibonacci numbers. There, uh, it's amazing because it's 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 how God brings increase, right? And and everything about how God does things, there's actually a law to it, mm-hmm. even in the natural, and um, and everything you, you you find laws of physics and laws of chemistry, um, they're they're all laws of increase because God set in this earth when He created it actually in job it also talks about the ordinances of the world and so it's talking about laws that he set up um and if we'll obey them, we will see increase because God created everything to increase. Right. And like talking with talking about like Fibonacci numbers, some mm-hmm. some of you know that I, my father in law is real big into Fibonacci numbers and everything like He's that. He's
0: got such a great math mind.
1: Yes, and, and it's incredible how you see how you see a pattern of increase in and and this is this is in nature. It's in trees. It's yeah. in flowers. Uh, it, it's it's in uh, it's All in patterns hurricanes of everything. even right. yeah. and, as they grow in strength mm-hmm. and and you can tell uh, how as it's growing where it's uh, how big it's going to get and everything like because of Fibonacci numbers. Mm-hmm. And um because it's it's starting off with nothing, and this this verse was talking let you um although your beginning was small, because the Fibonacci number begins with zero and one, and then you add those two numbers together and that presents the third number which is one, and then you add one and one, and that's the next Fibonacci number which is two, and then the next Fibonacci is adding one and two, and that makes three, and then two and three is five, and three and five is eight. And so it can increase that way, and then all of a sudden, rapidly, it begins to increase. Now, I want to tell you this, because this is an important principle and a strategy for increase. If you will follow follow the pattern that God has set with things, it will always cause you to sow more. You will be increasingly sowing more, but you will then you will get in a pattern of dynamic increase. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it will start off and you'll think, okay, this is this is little. Zero plus one is one. One plus one is two. One plus two is three. And so you'll think, Oh, this is going to take forever. But I want to tell you very soon, if you will follow the pattern that God has for increase, you will see suddenly it will sweep through and you will be caught up in a in a godly pattern pattern of increase and it will become huge
0: yes and it's it's really reaches a point where there's not effort even on your part
1: no effort at all it they 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 say for for like billionaires and everything like Uh that it would be the hardest thing in the world for them to not increase like crazy they don't have to do anything at all you
0: reach a point because of compound interest and everything you can't even literally give it all away
1: no and so that's that is how the blessing of the Lord works, and if we'll obey the principles of the Word of God, He will give us the strategies to increase, Absolutely. and other people will think, well, that's kind of crazy what you're doing. It doesn't make sense to, to do that. Well, that's because they don't have the, the mindset of the Word of God, or they don't follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. And other people, religious people, will tell you, "Well, you know, I don't think it's important to to tithe or to give or anything like that. I do whatever is convenient for me. And you know, if I want to, I want to throw in, you know, ten dollars into the offering, or I want to, I want to bless somebody on the, uh, you know, that's begging on the side of the street with five dollars. You know, I'm I'm being generous. <clears throat> no, no, not that's that's not that's not generosity, actually. You know, unless you, you don't have anything whatsoever. And you find a $5 bill and you give it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then that's generous because you, you gave everything that you had. But to, for most people, what they do isn't generous. It's pitiful. Right. For a lot, a lot of people, right. they, what they call generosity. Right. It's there's not, no
0: faith involved. It's no, just there's like, no faith yeah. whatsoever.
1: And without faith, you're not pleasing God. Right. If in your, If in your giving... It's not requiring faith. You're not pleasing God. And I will tell you this, God didn't tell you to do that.
0: Right. God
1: didn't tell you to do that because it's not, he doesn't tell you to do things that, that require no faith
0: right and then you just realize also that if it doesn't even move you like it's, it's not, not even like god something that is heartfelt that is that is moving you that is causing you to to grab hold of by faith to causing mm-hmm. you to to remind yourself and and mix faith with the word of god it's not moving you it's certainly not moving god
1: yeah i mean so if you're you know if you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars you know every year Maybe you're not quite a millionaire, and you say, "Oh, well, I'm being a blessing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bless somebody with a hundred dollars." Wow, you're you're the last of the great big givers. Yes, yeah, like no, no. That would be that would be something maybe significant if someone was someone was making you know ten thousand dollars a year, maybe or something like that. Yeah. And that, that why I was like, wow, you know, that's that's a, that's mm-hmm. a significant thing for you to mm-hmm. for you to give a hundred dollars. And we're um, not
0: talking about instead of your tithe, we're talking. No, about above, No, no, I'm know, talking about, your you know, tithe, just yeah. being
1: a blessing right. to somebody. Right. But but, you know, our our mindset is so. Poverty controlled because we we don't even understand the basic principles of great increase. Great, great increase comes from doing great things right by faith,
0: yeah, so go and get get in the word of God and just allow the Holy Spirit really to reveal some things you know and burn things out of you that are that are hindering and and we we all have areas that we you know when the, as the Holy Spirit reveals it's like, oh no, I got to change that, no more stinking, small thinking, no more poverty mentality, or anything like that, but Lord, I ask you to burn with your holy fire and burn out every hindrance. To me, and then do your part and get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God read you. Let make the adjustments, making the changes. And start declaring out of your mouth what the word of God has to say. This is my greatest year of increase. I will not be held back, Father. I thank you. I'm going the forward. I'm always the head. I'm never the tail. I will lend to many nations. I will not borrow in Jesus' name. And start declaring the word of God. And it will take you to great increase. and You'll be a greater blessing than you ever even thought possible. And your joy will be so great. Amen. Amen.
1: That's exactly right. Well, we're yes. going to let you go for right now. We love you. God bless you. Hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Come see us in Johnson City. It's going to be absolutely incredible like when you come. Like share
0: this too, please. Absolutely. We
1: will help us. We want to we see you um l- helping us grow the podcast so please hook up with us and let me mention this we have a camp meeting coming up here it is it starts actually on Easter Sunday it's that entire week through April 5th and so we want to encourage you it's the the camp meeting our 2024 camp meeting as it is in heaven and we encourage you to come here to Johnson City yes come and experience the presence of God the power of God All during that week, from Easter Sunday all the way through that Friday. And so that is going to be April 30th or 31st. And all the way through, no, March 31st, that's it, through April 5th. Yes. So anyway, God bless you. We love you. Can't wait to see you.
0: Have a great day.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com, that's riveroftricities.com, and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.